Now, the special English program, American Stories. Our story today is called How John Bosco Outsung the Devil. It was written by Arthur P. Davis. Here is Walter Guthrie with the story. Well, sir, speaking about singing, the folks down in my section of Virginia still talk about old John Bosco and how he outsung the devil himself. Now, this John Bosco was a bass singer, and he had the sweetest and deepest bass that anybody had ever listened to on this earth. A tall, black fellow. John was no great big man. He was just tall and thin. And he had no great bellows of a chest like some singers. He was just tall and hollow looking, like one of them big pipes on a pipe organ. But as I said, John could really sing. When he hit those high notes, his voice was as sweet and as silver-toned as a sleigh bell. <laughs> Why, some folks say that even the birds used to shut up when John sung those sweet high notes. They kept quiet and just listened. And when he went down the scale to the low notes, there was something in his singing that just tore at your insides. He went down that scale so far, you could feel yourself a-throbbing, and everything around you a-shaking. John brought more folks to church by his singing than the preacher did by his preaching. The whole county, white and black alike, used to come to hear John sing. Of course... The other singers in the church choir didn't like John. He just drowned them out. Besides, John knew he was good and let everybody else know it too much and too often. He got prouder and prouder and harder than ever to live with. He began to lose friends. Well, the pastor saw John changing, too. So one Sunday, he preached a red-hot sermon on pride. He told how the devil got kicked out of heaven because of pride. And then the pastor brought that sermon right home to John Bosco. He told how a man could let a voice a voice that God had given him to do good, go to his head and turn him against his friends. And here, he turned around and looked right at John Bosco up there in the choir, while everybody else in the church held their breath. But John didn't care. He didn't even listen. But John's wife did not miss a word. 
She told him how bad she felt to hear the pastor preaching right at her husband up there in public. John was furious and damned the church and the preacher and everybody in it. He didn't need them. He didn't need anybody. To hell with them. Well, after that, John's pride got complete control of him. He no longer cared about his family. He forgot about everything except his own greatness. He kept saying, I'm the best bass singer in the county. Soon it became the best bass singer in the state. Then John began to boast, I am the best bass singer in the United States. One Saturday, he walked into the village store and announced to all the folks there, I am the best bass singer in the whole world, and I know it. In fact, I'm the best damn bass singer in the universe, including the stars above and regions below. Now that was going too far. The folks felt God should cut him down. But God took no notice of John's wild talk. But there was someone else who did. Old Satan. You hear that fool, Satan said. I'm going to step up there and teach him a thing or two. So pretty soon, as John Bosco walked out into the fields, he met old Satan, who looked like any other dirt farmer. But John knew right away it was the devil. Howdy do, sir. John said pleasantly to Satan. The devil said with a kind of a sneer, I hear you think you can sing bass. Well, devil or no devil, John didn't like that. I don't think I can sing bass, John came right back. I know I can. More bass than anybody anybody in the world. How about the universe, including the stars above and the regions below? Old John felt the sting. He forgot everything and blurted out, Yes, sir. I mean just that, no less. You willing to put your money where your mouth is, the devil asked. John agreed to make a bet. The devil was now talking polite as you please because he had John where he wanted him. If you sing a deeper bass than I do, the devil said, I'll give you anything you name. But if I beat you, I take your soul right now. Old John Bosco swelled up like a bullfrog. Let's get down to business. Just a minute, said the devil. You haven't told me what you want if you win.
All I want, said John, is a hall that will hold a million people. I want an orchestra of 1,000 of the best players and a chorus of 1,000 of the best singers in the world. And then I want to give a concert. All the history books will talk about it. The concert of John Bosco, the greatest bass singer in the universe. Well, they agreed what to sing. Asleep in the deep. John sang first. The pretty part. It was so sweet that all the angels must have been listening, wishing they could sing like that. Then John started down the scale. You could hear him clean over in the next state. He was down so low that the rumbling shook every house for miles around. Folks knew it was John Bosco a-singing. Then they heard another voice after John finished. When this second voice sang the pretty first part of the song, folks showed an uneasy look in their eyes. The voice was sweet, they had to admit, but there was something too sweet about it, kind of sinfully sweet, like the taste of forbidden fruit. Next, the second singer hit the lows, and all hell seemed to break loose. The rumble was so low and so great, it was like 99 earthquakes rolled into one. When John heard this, he knew he was whipped unless he got some help. He fell on his knees, raised his eyes to God and tried to pray, but he could not say a word. He started to think about his pride and how it had brought him down. For the first time in many days, he remembered his wife and children, the trouble he'd caused them. He was deeply moved, moved to tears. All of a sudden, his mouth was free and he could pray. He lifted his hands and his eyes to heaven and cried, Oh, Lord, I have been a fool. Save me, Lord, if it's not asking too much. But if you don't save me, look out for my wife and poor fatherless children. That's all I ask, Lord. The Lord answered John, not by words or signs, but John knew the Lord had answered. He felt a new power within him. He fixed his eye on old Satan and said politely, I believe I've got a second chance coming to me. And then he began to sing again. His voice at first was so natural-born sweet 
that folks fell down on their knees and started to pray. Then John took it down the scale. Some folks said it was the deepest roll of thunder that the ear of mortal man had ever heard. John said it was not thunder, but God's voice all mixed up with his own. He felt so good, so at peace with the world, that he had love in his heart, even for old Satan. But Satan had gone. When he heard John's last note, he knew what had happened, and Satan's not one to be around when God is speaking. John Bosco came home a changed man. There was no more bragging about his greatness. He went back to the church and to the choir, and he became a friend and a helper to all his friends and brothers in the county. He was a good, steady worker in the vineyard of the Lord until God decided to gather him to his bosom. You have heard the story called how John Bosco outsung the devil. It was written by Arthur P. Davis and adapted for special English by Harold Berman. It first appeared in American Negro Stories, edited by John Clark, published by Hill and Wang in 1966. Your narrator was Walter Guthrie. This story is copyrighted, all rights reserved. Listen again next week at this same time for another American story told in special English. This is Shep O'Neill.